Amen. Heavenly Father, as we get into the Word of God tonight and look at what you said about prayer. And as we prepare ourselves to pray, we pray the Holy Spirit visits us tonight. We pray that the Holy Spirit strengthens us tonight. We pray that the Holy Spirit guides and leads and directs and anoints this prayer time. For Lord, we know we're in a very, very deeply troubled nation and a torn and bleeding world. And Lord, you're looking for intercessors. You're looking for prayers. And so Lord, tonight we set ourselves to pray. We set our faces like flint to pray. And so Lord, as we listen to the word now and receive the encouragement of the word, we thank you that afterwards you're going to help us to pray with fire, to pray with power, to pray with conviction, and to pray in faith that God is going to answer what we have prayed. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to your neighbor and tell him we're going to pray tonight. Amen. You can be seated just for a couple of minutes and then we're going to pray. Um, I wanted just to go back to the beginning tonight, just, just for a few minutes. Uh, Genesis, the book of beginnings. Everything started in Genesis. The first of everything started in Genesis. And of course, the first prayer happened in Genesis. And um, we read that after Cain had killed Abel, Adam and Eve sired another child. She conceived and Seth was born. Now, when you track um, the righteous lineage that we follow through the Old Testament, there's the lineage of Seth and the lineage of Cain. Okay, Those two lineages stretch across the pages of the Old Testament. The bad people came from Cain. They just did. Uh, the antagonists against the faith, against God, um, those that were uh, attacking God's people, they all descended from Cain. But Seth was the righteous lineage. The lineage of Seth ultimately, finally, and ultimately produced Christ. Okay? So you had Seth and Cain. Those are the two lineages. Now, the Bible says in Genesis 4, 25, Adam knew his wife again. She bare a son and called his name Seth. For God, said she, has appointed me another seed instead of Abel, whom Cain killed. Now, Look at what happens with the lineage of Seth. So Seth is born. He starts to grow up. He grows into young adulthood. And to Seth, to him also, uh, there was born a son. And his name was Enos. So you've got Seth growing up, siring a child. The child's name is Enos. That's more of the righteous lineage. Now look what they did. Then began men. To call upon the name of the Lord. That's the first recorded prayer. Men at this point began to call on the name of the Lord. There is a, a music to that verse to me. Because that's fallen man following the tragedy of the fall in the Garden of Eden. And now here's fallen man 
starting to look up and cry out to God. The righteous lineage began to pray. They began to pray. Now, all through the Bible, after that, we find prayer. Really, this book is a record of all kinds of different prayers and and prayer results. Let me give you an example. Uh, The Bible records 650 prayers to God. 650. 650 prayers to God are recorded in the Bible. Now, how many books are in the Bible? 66. So almost 10 prayers per book are recorded. Wow. Okay, 650 prayers. So how many of you think there must be something to praying or there wouldn't be 650 prayers going up to God? After the first few fell flat, nobody else would have picked up doing it. But apparently... Men discovered that God answers prayer. Did you catch that? You never pray in vain if you pray in the name of Jesus and you pray according to God's will. Now, of those 650 prayers to God, the Bible records 450 answers. Four hundred fifty answers. Did you catch that? 650 recorded prayers, that's just the ones recorded. 450 of those 650 were answered, recorded in the scripture, the answers. That just shouts, God answers prayer. Wow, okay? I'm not done, I did a little research. Okay? Um... We have 25 of Jesus' prayers recorded. 25 that he prayed. How many of you think every one of those was answered? We have 20, a record in the, in the Gospels of 25 prayers Jesus prayed. So our Savior was a praying Savior. He taught us how to pray. He's the greatest prayer that ever walked the planet. Jesus. Nobody prayed like Jesus. Nobody could. The disciples watched him pray and they said, wow, he knows how to pray. They said, teach us to pray because you got it down. All right. I'm still not done. Paul mentions, just the apostle Paul mentions prayer, prayers, prayer reports, prayer requests, or exhortations to pray 41 times. 41 times in the epistles that Paul wrote, 41 times it was about prayer. There must be something to this pray thing. Amen? Are you with me? I mean, the Bible's a praying book. The Bible's a praying book. And let me tell you something. Here's how strong prayer is. We know from the Bible that God keeps right on answering your prayers even if you die. Really, Jeff? Yes. Elijah, or I'm sorry, Elisha. He said, Lord, give me a double portion of what was on Elijah. Elijah performed seven miracles, seven incredible miracles. Elijah's miracles were always about judgment. He called down fire from heaven, 
consume people, all kinds of things like that. But Elisha's miracles were all overwhelmingly restorative and healing. Now that's just for the record, but here's the thing. Elisha, before Elijah was taken up in a type of the rapture, he, Elijah said, what do you want? Why do you, what do you want from me? What are, what are you asking? And Elisha dared to say, I want a double portion of your spirit. How many miracles does that require? Come on, math students. Fourteen. Seven. Elijah did seven. So if he got a double portion, then Elisha would perform 14. But when he died, only 13 had been done. Only 13. So they throw his body into a cave for a burial. And there's a war and a a soldier is killed. They throw his dead body into this cave, not knowing that the bones of Elisha are in there. And when the dead body hits the bones of Elisha, he's resurrected from the dead. Fourteen. Fourteen. So so God answered his prayer even after he was gone. There's prayers being answered all over the world right now. uh, That that God is answering. But those people have gone on, on home. But they're still being answered. And here is what I want to close with. Just to give you, I I share these statistics just to give you an idea of how loaded with prayer this book is. You have not because you ask not. Well, there's only two reasons you ask not. You want to pray for something to consume on your lust or you don't believe in prayer. You don't really believe God will answer or you pray more. Now, I know I'm talking to the choir because you're here on prayer night. But there's a whole lot of people that ought to be here. No condemnation, but an exhortation. Because if you really believe that he answered prayer, I mean that you're going to see things because you prayed, we would all pray more. We would pray more. All right? As I speak right now, Millions of people around the world are in prayer right now. Millions of, if we could hear what God hears, we would hear millions of voices calling out to him in prayer. And you know what? Hundreds of thousands of those prayers are being answered as I speak. Being answered right now. They're being answered right now. The yay and the amen. God's already, in answer to their cry, he's already moved to answer them. So I want to join the prayer choir tonight. Amen? And pray. Amen? People are praying all over the world. Our brethren are praying all over the world. And uh, so we're going to do the same thing. And how many of you think God's going to answer Do you believe in faith that God is going to answer? Yes, because the the book already showed us 450 or 650 were answered, recorded. Just the ones that the Holy Spirit bothered to record. Amen. So let's stand up tonight, can we?
Now, you know, now what we're going to do in a little while is we are going to break up into groups like we always do, and we're going to pray for one another. <clears throat> Let me see those prayers there, uh, Johnny, please. Look at all these uh, prayer requests just from you walking in here tonight. Look at all those. That's a bunch of prayers. You think God's going to answer some of these? Oh, yes, he is. Yes, he is. All of them. If they're prayed according to the will. Oh, here comes one more. All right. Yeah. So we're going to pray over these. And next time we do intercessory night, uh, hour of power, on the Sunday before, I'm going to get from the Sunday morning congregation all of their prayer requests. And then when their prayer requests get answered, maybe we can flush them out to come here on a Wednesday night. (laughs) Amen. But we're going to pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And we are, folks, we're not praying in vain. 650 prayers, 450 answered, 41 encouragements from Paul alone in the written word, 25 prayers of Jesus. Lord, we come to you in the name of Jesus. We come boldly to the throne of grace. Lord, we're not worthy. We don't deserve it. We have not merited it. But Lord, you said, pray to the Father in your name. You said, through the writer of Hebrews, come boldly, not cowardly, but boldly. Because of the shed blood of Christ that has washed our sins away. We are able, we have been made able to come boldly to the throne of grace and be received. And you said, Lord, to pray for mercy and the grace to help us in the hour of need. And Lord, if there's ever a time that I can remember, we need mercy. We need the mercy of God, Lord. We're coming to you as a church family. We know that you answer prayer. If we know that we have been heard, we know we have the petitions we've requested of you. Lord, we are partaking of a a no-so Christian practice to pray, and we will be heard and answered. And Lord, as a nation, as a city, as a church, and as individuals, we need mercy. We come, Lord, boldly asking you for mercy. We need the mercy of God, Lord, to strengthen us. We need the mercy of God, Lord, to send the Spirit of the Lord across this sin-sick nation, this deceived country, this, uh, Lord, I'm just going to say debased culture. Lord, how far we have fallen, how far we have gotten from God. Lord, we have gone to the far country. We have gotten way far away from you. To the point, Lord, that we're perishing in our sin. We're confused and perplexed and groping in the dark. And we don't know where to turn and what the answers are in our nation. And the nations around us are experiencing perplexities, Lord, for which there's no human answer. Yeah, Lord, we know that there's an answer in you. We know that there is an answer in Christ. We know there is an answer in the moving of the Spirit of God. 
We know there is an answer. We know that you are the answer and the one and only answer. There is no other. Lord, we are undone. If you don't move, Lord, we are, we are undone and done if you don't move. But Lord, we know that people have prayed over nations in times gone by that looked hopeless, that looked desperately hopeless, and yet you chose to move. And Lord, we're standing right now uh, boldly before your throne, and we're asking you, Lord, to have mercy on us. We're asking you to move We're asking you to send out the rain of revival. We're asking you to send out an awakening. We're asking you, Lord, for national conviction of sin. We're asking you, Lord, to convict this country, to bring this country under the ministry and the the conviction of the Holy Ghost. Lord, right now we've gone on in the flesh. We have exhausted the, the sins of the flesh. We've reached the bottom of the barrel, Lord. But Lord, we're asking you to move now that where sin has abounded, grace will much more abound. We're asking you, Lord, to have mercy. We're asking you to move on the White House. We're asking you to move in the government. We're asking you to send a spirit of conviction, a spirit of conviction of sin and righteousness and coming judgment. We're asking you, Lord, in Jesus' name to convict those high up and those that are low, those that are at the top and those that are at the bottom, the up and outers and the down and outers. We're asking you to move on cities. We're asking you to move on Los Angeles and Seattle and Portland. And we're asking you to move on Chicago and New York. We're asking you to move, Lord, on Texas and Dallas-Fort Worth and our area right here we're asking you lord we're coming to you boldly to the throne of grace that we might obtain not just mercy but grace undeserved unmerited grace undeserved unmerited favor we're asking you for favor we're asking you to move lord we give fort worth to you lord how we need the move of god in fort worth there's three churches on every corner yet we're not in revival we we need revival lord we're asking you move on this city in the name of jesus lord in the name of jesus lord move in a way that is unmistakable undeniably god in jesus name lord whatever obstacles stand in the way we're asking you to bring a breakthrough to break through those obstacles in the name of Jesus. If it takes unity among churches, if it takes, uh, Lord, united prayer with many, many different churches involved, whatever it takes, we're asking you, Lord, in the name of Jesus to move on Fort Worth, move on this city, move on Burleson, move on Godley and Crowley, move on Mansfield, Lord. Move, Move on Arlington, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Move all around us, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we're asking for the power of God to fall. Nobody can do it like you, Lord. Nobody can touch people like you. Nobody can bring change at the bat of an eye in a mere microsecond. If God looks our way and nods his head, we will see change and revival and a great moving of God. And so, Lord, we humble ourselves before you. We humble ourselves before you, Lord, and we pray. We don't deserve it. As a matter of fact, Lord, we deserve judgment. We deserve judgment. And yet, Lord, we're asking you like Abraham asked you. 
Lord, if there's 50, if there's 40, if there's 30, if there's 20, if there's 10, will you spare the city? And you said, if there's 10, I will spare it. Showing us, Lord, that you desire mercy over judgment. Mercy rejoices over judgment. So, Lord, we pray in the name of Jesus, you would move in the schools. You will move in the schools, the high schools, the junior high, the elementary. Matter of fact, Jonathan, come up here and let's pray over the schools right now. I feel the touch of the Lord on this. We need to pray. Folks, we need to pray for revival. Come on. We need to pray for a move of God in the name of Jesus. So come on, Jonathan, let's pray. God, we thank you right now, Father. We thank you that you are the help that we look to, Father. And God, we know, O Lord, that all of our schools, Father, in this country, Father, really need you right now, O God. There is so much demonic activity, Father, that is going on in a lot of these public schools, Lord. There is a lot of things that are being taught that are contrary to the Word of God, Father. These are beliefs that are trying to be instilled into our young people. And God, we're praying right now for a sweep of the Holy Spirit, O Lord. To open oh, up God, the eyes it. of parents, God. God open up it. the eyes of Deliver administrators, Jesus, and principals and and and, and yes, superintendents, Lord. God. I pray Deliver right now in the evil. name of Jesus, Father, Deliver that you would shake them evil. up in the mighty name of the Lord, God. Yes, that they Lord. would see, Father, yes, that what is going forth is not the truth, yes, oh, Lord, Lord, but it is a lie, God. Deliver. So I pray right now, God, that you expose the deeds of the darkness, oh Father, because Deliver the Son of evil. Man came to Deliver expose the deeds of the darkness, oh God. And I pray right now, God. That the light of Christ would shine in the schools, Lord, because there are many Christians, Father, that are enduring this doctrine, God, that are enduring the doctrine of demons, Father. And I pray, oh God, that their light would shine brightly, Father, that they would not sit back and they will speak up, Father. They will say something, oh God. They will stand up. If enough people will stand up and say something, oh God. They will have to change course. And I pray right now, God, for spiritual fortitude, God. I pray for a spiritual backbone, oh God. I pray, oh Lord, for stamina and strength and grace from the Holy Spirit, oh Lord. That we will not shake and we will not cower and we will not shy away, oh Lord. That we will stand up with the full armor of God, oh Lord. That we will say, not anymore, devil. That we will push back the deeds of the darkness with the word of God and with prayer and with the Holy Spirit. In our, in our side of us, God, inside of us, God, we will be led by the Spirit and not by the flesh, O Lord. I'm just asking right now, O God, that every single school, Father, will put the Ten Commandments back in, O God. That they would let God be the authority and not their own, O Lord. Oh God, we're not playing around with this, Father. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that there is a church in this country, Father, the yes, body of Christ Lord. that will pray for yes, this to happen, Lord. Yes, O Lord, Lord. Yes, because Lord. the enemy is going after this generation evil, like Lord. never before, Father. And God evil. forbid if we just sit on the sidelines, O Lord, oh, and let the enemy God. have his way. I pray, yes, God, Lord. arise, shine, yes, for your light has come. I yes, pray, God, Lord. when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the living yes, God Lord. will raise up a standard against yes, him. Lord. In yes, the mighty Lord. name of Jesus, God, yes, have your way right now. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Pastor Ray, come and let's pray for the elementary school children. Pastor Ray is, and Nancy have had incredible doors open to them. I mean, doors of incredible favor where they have received uh, invitations from school principals, like at Pointer Elementary, to go and, and go around the whole school and do spiritual warfare around the whole school. Uh, Really? Let me tell you something else. 
Am I good to t share this? It's on. Okay. Um, we were, we get, we've got the opportunity. I don't think there's any other pastor in the country who's got this. We get to speak to every elementary age child in Pointer Elementary every week on a Thursday. Every single one of them while they eat their lunch. Is this a new development? It's a new one. When did this happen? Today. Amen. Wow. That, that is favor. Because, wow. The, the enemy usually has that door shut, but he's opened it for you. So that's what I'm saying. Because those little children are being targeted by Satan like I've never seen. The whole transgender thing, all of that mess, they're being targeted. And so God's opened the doors. So you're gonna how many kids is that? Five hundred and something? Close to six hundred. Six hundred children. Every, every Thursday. Every Thursday at lunch. While Let's they pray eat for lunch. Amen. That's incredible. Father, we thank you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. For the favor that you put on each of our lives. Favor that most of the time we don't even know of. Most, yes, most of the time we don't even feel like it's there, yes, but it Lord. is. As we yes, walk Lord. down the street, Father, and people see us and come up and say, I remember who you are. You told me about Jesus once. Yes, Lord. That's favor. Father, today we, we bring Pointer Elementary to you. Yes. I'm so thankful for this school. We fought hard to get into this school about 13, 14 years ago. And Father, you have given us such favor. Not us, the entire church. Turning Point Church. Everybody at that school knows who Turning Point is. Father, we yes. thank you that we not only provide support yes. to the school but father we provide light and we're so thankful for that because you shine through each of us through our beach club lord yes. when we go in on a tuesday afternoon yes. and share the gospel for those those workers who diligently prepare to come yes. we ask your blessing upon them continue to touch their hearts their lives uh, Father, we yes. thank you for each of the children. Father, thank you for the little boy who went up to his teacher yesterday and asked if he could pray for her and did. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, yes. for the children who are now talking to their teachers yes. and saying, we're praying for you. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that that's happening. They're small, baby, baby steps. But, Lord, we've got to start somewhere. We've got to start somewhere. We thank you, Lord, yes, for the Lord. opportunities that have been yes, poured Lord. out for this church to be a yes, shining Lord. light in our small community. But, Lord, we, we thank you for each one of the children there, whatever situation they come, they come from. And there are so many. 60-plus languages, Father. 60-plus languages yes. in, that, in the school system in Crowley. We thank yes. you, Father, for the, the opportunity that we have to speak the love language to each of these children. Yes. But not only that, but also to the teachers, yes. to the administrators, to the principal, 
Father, to those who sweep the floor, who cook the meals, Father, we thank you that we have that opportunity to speak your language. We pray that your light would so shine in that school that it would be a beacon for many more schools to come alive and revival. Not just revival, but a move of your spirit yes, Lord. within the school system, Father. Yes, Lord. It's happened before. God, it can happen again. Yes, Lord. And we're trusting you for that yes, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, let me ask you, Pastor Ray, does this mean that you go on the intercom? No. How do you do it? We're going to sit right in front of them on their stage in their dining hall, and we're going to talk to each child. About a mass of them are out about a hundred at a time. Wow! Praise God! That's wonderful. What a wonderful open door! Now, what we're going to do is we're going to divide into groups, and I'm going to ask you to get into groups of around five to six. And uh, now, I'm going to send the ushers out with a few of these for each group, and I want each group. Just to pray, among other things, pray, pray your own prayer requests, but lay your hands, every group, lay your hands on these prayer requests because they wrote these down saying, I've got to have God helping me. I, I need an answer to prayer and I'm not kidding around. So what we're going to do, if I can get a few ushers, Dwayne, you and a, and a couple of others, come up and help me do this. Get with about five or six people And as soon as we see you in your group, we're going to bring a little stack of these requests to you. And let's pray over them. Let's take take five, ten minutes and pray over them in Jesus' name. Let's take them and divide them up. Divide them up. Just hand them up. Huh? Yeah. There you go. They're gone. I'm sorry. And take each group a little stack of those prayers. Did the young people get some? They didn't get any. Uh, guys?
you, Lord. Thank 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 you, Lord. Because you Thank you, Lord. Let's, uh, I hate to break up a prayer meeting, but let's just try to start winding down. If you're still in the heat of prayer, don't break it. Just keep praying. But if you're, if you're kind of winding down, we'll take the cards and we'll put them back in the bucket here. Amen. Let's stand and let's just sing because he lives as the other people are winding down. Amen. Yes, Lord.
you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, all of these have been prayed for. How many of you feel like you know God answered? Amen. And we had some uh, very dire needs expressed, maybe some lesser needs, but still very real needs. And so we believe that the Lord heard us tonight. Now, my desire is that we'll walk in here one night and it's full. Full. Right? Full of people wanting to pray. And uh, I was watching, you know, Brooklyn Tab. I kind of consider one of my pastors in absentia to be Pastor uh, Symbolo. There in Brooklyn, Brooklyn Tabernacle Church of the famous Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir that are no more after COVID. They're not there. Now they have a praise team. But nevertheless, they still have that powerful Tuesday night prayer time. And I heard I heard him saying um, in a message a week or two ago that on Tuesday nights, they walk out to a thousand people to pray. And that's in Brooklyn, where you got to plead the blood to walk down the street. Right? Yeah. So, but he started out, they started out like this. And I'm not comparing, I'm just saying a lot of more people need to be here to pray. I mean, everybody has needs and everybody can pray, right? And uh, so, anyway, but I'm so thankful for you and uh, that you were here tonight. And I think we have some really, really good prayer. So, amen. Stephen, I'm going to ask you, come up here and dismiss us in prayer. This guy here, oh, I thought you said apostate. (laughs) Aeropostale. I'm so glad you're not apostate. Go ahead. But Stephen has led in two all-night prayer meetings here in the church, and he's a he's a praying man. So just dismiss us in prayer, there, Stephen. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this evening, O oh God, for just meeting with us, O oh God, and just the opportunity, O oh God, to offer up, O oh Lord, our praises unto you. Father, I pray that you just be with us, O oh yes. Lord, as we go on to our homes, O oh God, and just help us, O oh Father, to live more for you. We thank you, Father, for this time, O oh Lord, and it's in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless all of you. See you Sunday.